Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we're trying something different. Uh-oh. New year, new us, new ideas. <laughs> We've not, the, the, the brain's not dried up and shriveled away just yet. Um, this week, we are trying a new, new little show called Mouse Courthouse. I'll explain. Where did the name come from that? For that? I'll, I'll explain. Okay, okay. I'll explain. So Please don't so, say it was on the toilet. Uh, no, it wasn't on the toilet for a change. Okay. Uh, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So, Mouse Courthouse, mm. it came to my head after I was thinking about the original Steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse now being open to all to use. Okay. So, and also, you know, I'll be honest, that was half of where it came to my head. The other half was the whole Epstein Epstein case. <laughs> <laughs> That's been the natural correlation. Well, it's been yeah. cir- obviously circulating the news all week, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I my brain circled to our shameful Prince Andrew, and um, <laughs> then I thought, well, why hasn't he gone to court over this? And then I thought, oh, okay, there's an idea for a show, Mouse Courthouse. Yeah. Also. Nice. What I should have said is, do you remember that show from the 90s, The House of Mouse? Um, I thought it would be nice to kind of harken back to those days. But that's not not the idea where it came from. No, you were mostly thinking Epstein and Prince Andrew and... Yeah, and Steamboat Willie. Pizza Express. Yeah, sweaty, or not so sweaty, Prince Andrew in a Pizza Express. I, I saw a tweet the other day that was something like, Let's get Prince Andrew on hot ones to really see if he sweats. <laughs> that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? <laughs> the funny thing is, I almost, I was certain he was sweating in that interview. Uh, oh, I can't remember. You know that that really that terrible interview where he came away thinking I've done really it, well there. Yes, it was a it was an awful one, wasn't it? It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Yeah. Did but, you see, just a tangent? Yeah. Did you see that? Um, Fox News did a thing of, of like, you know, these are some of the big names that were mentioned in the dump of documents yeah. that have been released. Trump didn't get a mention, weirdly. Oh, that's, that's surprising, that. Yeah. And and yet George Lucas did. And apparently there's only one reference to George Lucas, and it's where a witness was being questioned. And they said, did you ever meet George Lucas? And they said, no. <laughs> How is that even <laughs> worthy of a mention? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so glad you said that because I thought I didn't see that, and I was I was um was a bit worried that one of my I wouldn't I wouldn't call him a hero, but certainly mm-hmm. is responsible for one of my most beloved films of all time, a film series of all time. That would have been very sad. We've already had J.K. Rowling turn out to be an absolute monstrosity. Let's not have George let's not ruin about. them all. Yeah, I mean that, that South Park Indiana Jones episode was enough. <laughs> So yeah. Mouse Courthouse yeah. basically, yeah, came came to my head. That's the that's the idea that entered my head, and then I had to kind of figure out a show around it. So Oh, okay, okay. So you went name first, yeah. show later. That's okay. often how my brain works. Um so what this is is I thought we'd take controversial things from the Disney parks that people either universally love or universally hate, or mm-hmm. there's a real fan base either side. And we'd make a kind of courthouse Judge Judy esque um, ruling on the show, on the actual final verdict of what's happening. Now that now I've thought about this because I know what the the, the question that's going to come up is: well, what if we disagree? Mm-hmm. Well, if we disagree, then it goes out to the jury, which is our listeners. Okay. Okay. See, this is. I mean, come on, it's coming together. It's all coming together. Yeah. It's, it's all, all coming, coming out. <laughs> 
that's worrying. Yeah, that is worrying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So hopefully that's clear. Mm-hmm. If Dan understands it, then that's a good start because we're about to record the show all about it. Yeah, I mean, I was only half listening, so... That's yeah. fine, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got loads of things written down. We'll probably only cover, you know, like maybe three or four in, in this episode. But if people like it, like, just let us know on Twitter, Theme Park Trader or Ryan Oggs is, is me. Just mm-hmm. ping me a message or if you've got me on Facebook or whatever, just throw things at me, ping me messages, put things through the post. Um, yeah, nice if you've seen down the street throwing things at him then as yeah, well, yeah. that's fine. If, if you'd like to do show, just, just let me know and, and we'll do another one. But we thought we'd just try something different. Okay, so the first one. Mm. The first one I'm going to do is the doll whip. Okay. Now, okay. I'm going to go for the for the, for the sake of being straightforward on this. The original pineapple doll whip. I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah, because there are variations of it. There are some which I favour more than others. Yeah, same. So the the original pineapple doll whip, as served in the Magic Kingdom for many years now, um, has a universal fan cult. It's a cult classic, basically, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, so, you, it feels like you were skirting around trying to say cult, um, but cult is the right word. It is a cult, yeah. 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 So, you know, we are the, the, the judges on this, in this mouse courthouse. Right. So what what are your thoughts? I mean, I know you kind of know your thoughts, but what are your thoughts on the pineapple <laughs> doll whip? <laughs> um my thoughts are it's not good yeah. because it contains pineapple. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean it's a it's a simple reasoning. Yes, I I think um, that stands up in 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 court and uh I would I would second that. I think What what flavor is the ice cream in the original? It's pineapple, I think. Is it pineapple as yeah. well? Yeah. Oh, okay, because I know it sort of has like a yellowy hue to it, doesn't it? Yeah. But I wasn't sure if it was if it was pineapple, whether it was just the juice that was pineapple. I mean, I so so I tried the float, the pineapple float, a couple of years ago because I was like, okay. oh, what's the big fuss about? I'll give it a go. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely vile. <laughs> I mean, I personally, I think there are very few ice cream floats that include fruit juice that are worthy of a mention. Yeah. Now, Coke float, maybe, you know, I can kind of see it. I like Diet Coke, but still I'm like, just eat an ice cream, you know? Just eat an ice cream and have a drink. I will to. say the one exception to the rule in my mind is Cherry-Aid. You oh, okay. Cherry-Aid to the mix and you're having a good time. But <laughs> it was disgusting. Like the, the ice cream was like mixing in with like the pineapple juice uh, it was just, it was just grim, and it was like thirty degrees, and it was like warm juice with like cold ice cream, and it I can't just wasn't... the ice cream was cold for long. No, and it just wasn't working. And a, I mean, it doesn't help that I don't think either of us like pineapple, but yeah. it just was grim. And I can kind of put up with the soft soft serve, like the soft serve tastes all right, mm-hmm. but when you combine it with the the liquid pineapple juice, it's just disgusting. And as I think, as you say, the heat probably doesn't help as well. Um, it is weird. I, I don't, I don't remember the last time I ever saw, I saw somebody eat an ice cream float, like not outside of Disney. Mm. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I remember I mean, having them as a child. Yeah, but, I mean that's we're we're talking probably uh, twenty or so years ago. And the, the and the cherry aid thing comes from my nan who used to make them like whenever she came around our house and she looked after mm. us she would that would be like the dessert okay that's the thing i'm i'm i should clarify i'm not dissing them i'm just saying i don't remember the last time i saw somebody have one it's quite an american thing though isn't it like an ice Is cream, it? okay like uh like maybe it's more popular it. over there yeah whether or not you know whether it still is i don't know but certainly it's not it never really became a huge thing over here but yeah, it, 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 I think the pineapple for me. Um, so I think we're agreed on the ruling here. Yes. But there is well, a caveat. Okay. In that the other flavours that I have tried, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think strawberry is the one that I tried this year. And I had just had it, the, the soft serve was sensational. Was that soft serve as in without juice? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the oh, soft okay. serve. Really was fantastic. I think Donna may have had a vanilla, and I tried that, and that was great as well. Mm -hmm. So Dole Whip as a soft serve, fantastic. Right. Not, and and not pineapple. Well, I probably would try the pineapple soft serve again. Okay. I'm not a great... I don't like pineapple as in the fruit, but I think it's not really... It doesn't really... If it's, I would assume if it's just in the ice cream, it's probably less. Yeah, it's like the straw, like strawberry ice cream doesn't taste like strawberries, really, does it? Like, yeah, not generally, not not that strong. Not unless it's like the yogurty kind of ice cream. Can't say I've had many yogurty ice creams. Oh, you never turned a yogurt into an ice cream before. No. Okay, it's just me then. <laughs> There's been some desperate times, Dan. What desperate times where you need ice cream, but all you've got is yogurt. What oh. I've got is yogurt and strawberries. <laughs> and three hours to wait for it to freeze. <laughs> you realize you could, in those three hours, you could have gone to a shop and bought. Could have bought Ben and Jerry's, yeah. A large quantity of ice cream in that time. Yeah, could have bought the, the cookie yeah. dough Ben and Jerry's. All the cookie yeah. dough bites, they are, they are great. I'm not a massive fan of Ben and Jerry's cookie dough ice cream. Well, I'm, I'm not mean, a huge fan. I mean, I, you know. You're lucky that's not on the list, to be fair. <laughs> We could have clashed there. Could have clashed. Yeah. So, so we both agree on the ruling, but how how do we phrase? What, what are we saying? Are we saying it's it's guilty? Yeah. Okay. Guilty of being crap. <laughs> I feel like we have just upset a number of people. Well, we're only saying the uh, the soft serve combined with the juice is what's crap. We're being right. very specific. Okay. Okay. I still feel that's going to upset a lot in the community, but <laughs> I I'm sure it will because I feel like that's the predominant way to have it, right? Yeah, I would say so. I would say yeah. so. Um, okay, well that's Dole Whip. That's that's Dole Whip done. So sent down. Yeah, the law has been laid. Fifteen to life. Yeah, <laughs> it is longer than that. <laughs> I never want to see it again. <laughs> so the next one on my list mm. is. Disney pins. Oh, okay. Which I thought was an interesting one. Hmm. So again, lots of love from lots of people. Mm -hmm. I do think they've kind of died out in recent years. Now, whether that's more my spending habits, but I certainly don't feel them being as pushed as they used to be. Yeah. As it, so, are you talking? Oh, okay. Pushed is okay. As in Disney, okay. like. I mean, they used to be everywhere, like front and center, everywhere. And mm -hmm. it feels like now, other than the the, the pin location in um, Disney Springs, you you don't really see them, other than like a they're on like a revolving stand somewhere. Um, you know, yeah. in Epcot they had a whole they had a massive location. Hollywood Studios they used to have uh, the pin station was under the hat for it was. many years. Yeah. Um, now there there are no locations, to my knowledge, like that in the actual parks. Um, okay. Not purely selling pins. Right. I was I was trying to think of whether there were or not. Obviously, the one that the one in Hollywood Studios comes to mind because it was like it was it was a massive one, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I'm thinking of the one in Disney Springs, which is is still a, a rather large one, isn't it? Um, they don't do magic bands there, do they? It's, it's solely pins, right? At that I point. I think they. I don't know actually because I've not been in there in a couple of years. I'll be yeah, honest. I can't remember. I know, but uh, obviously, when you go to the larger stores, the the wider stores, you generally get the kind of the spinner ones, as you say, or you might get like a rack on the wall. A little rack, yeah, yeah. Not as you say, not a huge amount these days. No, not not to what they used to be. So I. I... I guess with this one, it's kind of thinking, is there is there time up? Is it time right. to kind of retire them? Okay. Or, you know, because I I mean, I've got probably five full pin books. Mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah, I I I mean, I don't have anywhere near that much. I know I certainly bought Maybe fewer of the Disney ones, something like that. I definitely bought fewer of the Disney ones compared to like. Well, the hard rock ones were the ones that I mostly collected, to yeah. be honest. Um, but I did start getting quite a few Disney ones in the end. Uh, but I've I think just, Donald's just walked in the door and, and has corrected me. We've got about seven, apparently. Ah. 
did she say it in a way of like we've got seven or yeah, yeah okay yeah, okay yeah. cluttering up the sp- up, up the house yeah well i don't even know where they are actually in the loft okay okay i was gonna say because obviously in your last place they were on the like shelving unit in the in the living room but they were they? tucked away uh, yeah i mean i suppose it's the same with mine mine are on the shelf in the living room but they're yeah. like in the bottom corner i think Mm. Um, it is one of these weird things of you don't tend to get them out and look at them very often. Um, they're not on display, and there are obviously are there are ways that you can display them. Um, not in a very tactful way. Yeah, it can get look a, a bit messy, can't it? You get a massive cork board, but like they look, it looks a bit. Yeah. Nah, doesn't it? I've seen a, I've seen a couple of examples where they where they've displayed them very well. Um. But it probably partly depends on what ones you've got and whether they all kind of go together and things like mm. that. When they look a bit sporadic, it tends to not look quite as good. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. But, it, yeah, as you say, I think it does feel like there's fewer locations selling them these days. Um, I I personally found in the last few years the quality of them hasn't been as good. In terms of they're very, they're very either basic, as in just a basic character, or they try and make them very layered. Yeah. So you they're really weighty and they're really thick, um, and I just don't think it's a good, a good look for them really. Um, and also they've got very expensive for what they are. Mm. You know there are a couple that I paid top dollar for. There's a, there's my favorite which is the gold figment which was like 75 dollars wow okay but that was like and i just heard donald snigger from the kitchen <laughs> that, well this is just disgusted snigger <laughs> um this is a few years ago now but um i would say that that one it was like maybe limited edition of 250 mm-hmm. something like that and it's quite big like it's you know there's no it's nowhere to put it it's like fist sized oh oh okay okay that makes more sense with the price tag then. Yeah. Um, but I mean it's still ridiculous. <laughs> I would and... I would say in my mind, it's still a really cool thing to do in that you can get your you, you either you or your kids or whatever can get a lanyard, you can mm-hmm. buy a starter set and you can start trading pins with cast members. I think that's a really cool thing you can do. I've never done it. That's not the way that I've I've done it, but but it is a thing that you can do and lots of people do do it and mm. i could see my kids doing it for a bit of fun around like the the resorts and things like that but at the same time is it just a bit of a waste of time possibly yeah i mean as you say it's quite nice for the kids to sort of do the trading element of it um but as you say it's it's kind of just a a costly kind of exercise if it comes to that, isn't it really? I imagine if um, they trade one, like you're like, no, <laughs> it's Pokemon all over again. Yeah, exactly. Um, We've all been there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Venusaur, damn it. <laughs> For a magma, I think it was. Hey, hey you lost a Venusaur. For a magma. Oh, for, oh, okay. Okay. Mm. And it's it's still stuck with you. Stings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, if if they're selling fewer of them, as in, or, or if they're if they're not as available in as many places, presumably that must mean they're not as popular as they used to be. Yeah. Because obviously, if they if they were, they Disney would be ramming them down people's throats, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like the Vinylmations. Mm. They sort of came and went relatively quickly. Um, which I was quite disappointed by because it was only when I started getting into them, as in started collecting more of them, that then they discontinued them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's a shame to see those go because I've got loads of those as well. Yeah, I've got quite a few on the shelf, and and they are on display because they're something that e- sort of more easily, yeah. uh, easy to show off. Um, well, we're we're putting the shelf in, um, like on our staircase, and that's where all my our animations are going. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will be going on display. They're, as you said, they're much easier to display than pins. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, and obviously, there's there's all the characters to them. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I was I was kind of disappointed when they when they scaled those back. I mean, they they still do the odd collection of them now, don't they? But yeah, but certainly um, not to what they used to. No, it tends to be just a just a few. I mean, I do I do get it with them in that what part of it is the random element of it and i don't really like the random element of it because you want particular ones especially if you've got kids and kids gets yeah. the one that they don't want they're very pricey to have random things because yes. you're only buying one it's not yes. like pokemon cars where you're buying a packet of like 10 12 whatever it was mm -hmm. it's you're buying one and yeah. they're like ten dollars or something i think oh probably, if not more probably even more than that now but yeah. that's what that was the frustrating thing. And and pins, I was like, they had those series where it was like the mystery, the mystery sets mm. that would come in boxes. You'd probably get like two in a box, maybe. Right. I was kind of like, that's fine because that's like, if you really want that collection, you get two in a box. That's kind of fine. And you often would see those on the the lanyards as well. That you could trade if you if you had one, saw one that you didn't have. Yeah. But with the vinylations, it was like, oh, you could you could you could buy like eight eight packs of the same series and have four of the same one and there wasn't really an easy way of trading them all or getting rid of them no i mean it didn't sort of have like the trading element that you that could do it do. they did have them in boxes in a lot of the hotels oh okay okay but well, it wasn't as them. encouraged for sure right okay yeah i don't know whether it, it whether they just i don't know if they didn't give enough time or they didn't push it enough or I mean, it de definitely the sort of random element to it, it doesn't help, does it? Certainly mm -hmm. doesn't help. Because, um, you know, it, it, all it takes is, you know, the kids to not get the one that they want and the parents like, well, I'm not going to buy that again because it just yeah. caused more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, what do we, I, I think this, this sounds like we're kind of on the fence and it needs to go out to the... Um, I mean, I'm kind of for retirement of them, to be honest. I I'm, I would lean in that direction as well, to be honest. Um, I don't think they're as good as what they used to be. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think I think something new would be nice to be, nice to see, really. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll I'll go with that. I kind of I think I agree. So, uh, fifteen years to life for Disney pins as well. Mm. That's the original Disney... Dole Whip and Disney pins in the bin in jail for the foreseeable. <laughs> and this is official people this is the official mouse courthouse yeah not mickey mouse courthouse because we might get into trouble for that but mouse courthouse uh well we can call it the steamboat willie courthouse we, we can That's call fine. it yeah it is officially the original mickey mouse steamboat willie courthouse we can do whatever we like with that now yeah yeah we should just make it steamboat willie the official mascot of our podcast yeah, which we can legally do we now. Can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Willie officially endorses Theme Park Trader podcast. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen the horror film that's coming out? Uh yes. I was a bit confused because at one point there was a. F I saw it as a film, and then another thing said it was a game. But I think I think there's two separate things, isn't it? I mean, it's mad, isn't it? Like, why when something suddenly goes open to the world, do they make a terrible horror film? Like they did it with Winnie the Pooh as well. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh... I don't quite remember that. Yeah, they didn't. Um, well, whether it was last year or the year before, I can't remember. Right. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, it didn't look like a. I. I haven't. I. have just seen sort of stills, and I think some of them might be from the video game that was going to be released. Right. Um. But I mean, it kind of works. I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what starts coming out because there can be a whole range of things, shall we say. Yeah, that now have Steamboat Willie on, that Disney would not be best pleased with. Are you suggesting that it might be related to like the name or something? I I am suggesting that could be one of the <laughs> a someone, someone yeah. may go down. <laughs> you could add some steam to your Willie with our new Steamboat Willie collection. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, it writes itself. It yeah. really does. Yeah, yeah. Keep on paddling. Right, okay. Let so okay, Doll Whip, Disney Pins, in jail. Next one on the mm. list is the Sorcerer Hat 
at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Okay. So this okay. one... Which is currently in jail. It is currently in jail. Yeah. So th- th- in this case, the the argument is, you know, were they wrongly sent down? Right. Okay. Okay. So this is like the appeal process. This, this is the appeal process. Exactly. Right. Okay. Okay. You, you could tell we really didn't, th- I really didn't think this one through very well at all. <laughs> oh, it's something different, isn't it? It's, it's a different, yeah. yeah so the source of the hat is, is now sat in our large court courtroom. Yeah. And is pleading their case for returning to Disney's Hollywood studios, which at the time was massively, like massively split fans. There were people that yeah. hated the Sorcerer Hat more than they hated Adolf Hitler. It would seem at, at, at many times when I, judging by the comments on Twitter at the time, mm-hmm. it was like, surely you can't, you can't be serious, and you're dedicating. There were fan accounts to getting rid of it at at one point. I imagine, but then I imagine this goes the opposite way, and there's fan accounts for it as well, probably. Quite possibly, quite possibly. Yeah, yeah that certainly wouldn't surprise me. Um, I mean, I'll start by saying I always liked the hat. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what year it was first put there. No. It has. It wasn't there the whole time, was it? It wasn't no, there it wasn't. from the beginning. No, no, it wasn't. Um, I don't have a memory of it of going there when it wasn't there, but I would have been there when it wasn't there, if that makes sense. So it opened <laughs> uh, September the 28th, 2001 and closed January the 7th, 2015. Right, okay. And the park itself when um 1989 okay okay yeah so i i I went to i would have been to the park uh i'm trying to think maybe only once actually because i went in first went in 98 and then we went again i think in 2001 Mm. and what date did you say it was in 2001 September, like late September, I think it was. Oh, okay, okay. So I probably was there in sort of May time. I would have thought two thousand and one. Yeah, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have gone late that year because of um nine eleven. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, okay, so I would have been there twice when the hat wasn't there, but I have no memory of the hat not being there beforehand. Mm. Um, well, two thousand and one. I mean, you were what nine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh. So yeah, I I really like the hat. I think it was a great kind of addition, uh, a great kind of focal point for the park. Uh, and it it in my mind it made sense because obviously it's the sorcerer's hat. It's from um, Fantasmic. Uh, for yeah, Fantasia. Yeah, but Fantasmic as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. The sorcerer Mickey. Yes. Um, so in my mind, it made a lot of sense. It was like, you know, a really nice, as I say, focal point for the park. I think when they took it out, yes, you've got the the um, Chinese theatre, but it's just, it doesn't stand out as much to me. It doesn't scream Disney as much as the Sorcerer's Hat did. Mm. Yeah, I, I kind of, um, I'm kind of with you on this to a certain point. I think... I think the um, the Chinese theatre has been dampened massively with the addition <laughs> of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which has nothing to do with Hollywood at all. So it's like almost like, what's the point of the Chinese theatre? Yeah. I do see what people were saying in terms of the hat ruining the view of the Chinese theatre. And I like now that they've you've got the projection on the Chinese theatre and the, and the fireworks that are above it. It gives a nice clear view. It's a shame yeah. that every show that's ever gone on, on that theatre date has been <laughs> terrible. Yes, but it gives it gives you the it gives them the option. It's more scope, isn't it, than putting something on the hat? Yeah, I mean, I I would, I mean, I loved it as well. Just to, you know, the actual hat itself, mm-hmm. it, it was the the park icon for many years. Like me growing like growing up and going to the parks, very much the park icon. In the same way that I see and still see saw and still see Spaceship Earth as being the icon for uh, Epcot. Like it was the it was the icon for Hollywood Studios, yeah. And I would still associate that more with Hollywood Studios than I would the Chinese Theatre, weirdly. Mm-hmm. But I would be in favour of bringing it back, but having it as like the entrance or near the entrance to the park, rather than putting it where it was before. So right. So having okay. it, so you have to not necessarily all funnel through it, but having it at some somewhere near the entrance, so it's still that kind of 
park icon, but it's not blocking the view of the Chinese theater. It is interesting, isn't it? Because because all the parks have like this central thing. Yeah. I say, well, I say central thing. Obviously, Epcot's got Spaceship Earth, but it's not central to the park. It's obviously central to the entrance bit. Yeah, you're kind of talking um, about park icon kind of. Yeah. Thing. Um, but it is interesting because obviously they took the hat away to kind of make something more of the Chinese theater, which I don't know whether I don't I don't know what the true reasoning for taking it away was whether whether it was because they wanted to put a show on and a I show suspect that was the real reason yeah yeah because um, otherwise you think well you know I can't imagine they care that much about making the Chinese theater as a, a, an icon of the park because if anything I would say um tower of terror is more of an icon of the park and they use it as more of an icon of the park than they yeah. do with the chinese theater you, you never see the chinese theater represented representing no. hollywood, hollywood studios it's always it's always tower, tower of terror. terror yeah in like when you have it on maps and things like that it's always tower of terror yeah um or even on like um walt disney world logos where mm. you have like the silhouettes of the parks yes um it's always tower of terror yeah yeah because um, they got so rid it, of the Eiffel Tower as well, which was also used to be used as an icon. It now did, that's gone yes. as well. So, yeah, so it's weird. They kind of had these two icons that worked really well yeah. as icons, and they got rid of them both, and they're left with kind of nothing there by the entrance, um, apart from the Chinese theater, which uh, to me just doesn't stand out as much. It, it was weird not... for me. It was weird not to put the Eiffel Tower in a kind of position where it sits in Paris, which is, mm. it's it's kind of, as you're walking, you know, those big gates in Paris as you're walking into the studios, it's kind of to the yeah. left of that, isn't it? And, yeah. and it's, and I think it works quite well there. And it was weird that they didn't kind of do something like that. But the same, the same can be said for the, for the hat. I mean, do I think we're in agreement that they've won the appeal, but we need to mm. work out the specifics of where it goes? I would say just put it back where it was. <laughs> I mean... Because I mean, as you say, the shows that they've put there have been rubbish. Um, yeah, they have. To be fair, um, I mean, although saying that, I I was impressed by one of the Star Wars shows that they had when I first saw it. But then when I back, went back like a following year or something like that, it wasn't as good. I think they had changed it. I think. And, I mean, and I know why they shout the name Jingle Bell Jingle Band now is because they they've got to try and get your attention because yeah. the show itself is terrible. <laughs> I mean, I can't speak too much because I've not seen it. It was um, awful. It was awful. I mean, that doesn't surprise me for a Hollywood show. I, I don't think... I mean, obviously, they've they've tried shows in Hollywood. They've tried shows in Animal Kingdom, bless them. Um, I mean, that stadium just sat there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's... Um, I, that was that was shocking. Um, What's yeah, weird they, about that stadium, mm. taking a bit of a sidestep for a second, is you could put, fit, like, another Everest in that space. Yes, and it's just Easily, been sat yeah. there for what three years, four years with nothing going on. Yeah, I mean, you had that kite show. Like, what were they thinking there? <laughs> it is very strange, isn't it? It, it? It's. I mean, at what point did they just sort of say, "Let's flatten it and put a put a ride in it"? You know, fill fill that part of the lake. Yeah, and put a ride there. Um, I mean, to be fair, they have other areas of the park where they can do stuff with it. But yeah, um, Land being the one that we keep seeing concept art for, and no. Spades in ground as of yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, well, let's let's agree to bring it back, and we can mm-hmm. uh, we can leave the logistics up to Disney's amazing Imagineering team as to as to where they put it. Okay. Okay. I I'm not sure we want to trust them with that. No, you're probably moment, right. Actually. But yeah, well, I mean, I don't, they'll probably put it behind Tower of Terror or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ruining the view to Morocco for Morocco when yeah. you're in uh, Epcot, you can just see them like a <laughs> they would put it on top of Tower of Terror. Yeah, no, that work. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we're bringing you back. It's coming out of jail. It's won the appeal. Um, potentially still wear it, wearing a, an ankle collar while we figure out where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and leading, I guess, from that is quite quite relevant to this. It's projections during fireworks. Oh, okay. Okay. I so I'm of the opinion mm-hmm. that there's not a single show that it's worked very well with. Um, there is an exception, 
and the exception is that it still doesn't really work because they're two separate shows. They're, so at Magic Kingdom, yeah. they used to have, I think it was called Celebrate the Magic, and Sounds then they right. would have wishes. Yeah. You'd have projections on the castle for like five, five ten minutes, mm-hmm. then wishes would go on. So you, you had the technology there, and it would look really cool. And it, you know, the crowd's always waiting for like three hours for wishes or happily ever after, or whatever it is anyway. So it was a nice way to kind of get people excited for um for wishes and i think at the time this had a combination it was early like castle projection so they had some of the stuff that they can do now but it was like photos of people they would submit it on like social media and they'd see like themselves on the castle and stuff like that and it was quite it was quite nice but then wishes would start and you'd actually just be able to follow the story and, and the fireworks yeah i i honestly don't think there's a single example where you can concentrate on both and it flows that well. And and the reason being is the view. Unless you're like unless you are perfectly centered mm-hmm. in in Main Street, it's very difficult to follow both. Yeah. Yeah. Um so there, there's there's a number of elements that I agree with you there. Um in that I I I think I think certain projections that they have in Happily Ever After are done really, really well, and they yep. really work. Yep. Um, but then, at the other hand, on the other hand, there are parts of the show where it really sort of sags in terms of the, in terms of the projections. Um, it it just gets a bit too bitty. They try to put on it. It's like they're trying to shove in every single character as many characters as they can. And it doesn't work because you just have a mess on the castle of mm-hmm. a whole whole group of characters that don't really go together and things like that. And it just becomes too, yeah, too messy for me. Um, where it's kind of they focus in on one thing, like they the, they they have a frozen bit and they have a tangled bit and they have a um, uh, do they they do have a Toy Story one, but I don't think I'm massively fan of the Toy Story one um it's just where they kind of put the entire castle themed on that film i think it works works really well yeah but they definitely do have a problem of a you need to be able to see them you need a really good view to be able to see the entire show otherwise you kind of hear the music but you can't really see half of the castle and so you can't see most of the projections yep and b They've relied too heavily on them mm-hmm. in that. So Wishes was predominantly fireworks and things like that. And it worked really, really well. Then they switched to Happily Ever After and they went like 90% projections and 10% fireworks. Yeah. I think that has improved. I think they've increased the number of fireworks that they've done. That they've, you know, I think with the recent iteration of Happily yeah, Ever After. Since it's come back, I think they have improved it. But yeah, they 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 seem to have gone really heavily into projections on all of the shows. It's cheaper. So, yes. Oh, absolutely. You can understand. You can you can see the reason why. You program it once, job done. Yeah, exactly. It's not a nightly cost, mm. or a, as much of a nightly cost. Um, so I can I can see why they've done it. It just doesn't work that well for me. Um, no, and that's I think why the I fireworks it. are much more effective. That's why I liked it when it was it was a separate like pre-show because it worked because mm-hmm. you were just focusing on the projections rather yes. than trying to do both. And I I do think there is that sweet spot that we both mentioned. If you're mm-hmm. at that perfect place, it's fantastic. Yeah. But I what maybe one two percent of the people watching the show are in that are in that spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think they've tried to counter some of that, haven't they? Because they put projections down Main Street now. Yeah on the buildings either side of Main Street, which I don't think I've seen in person. I can't remember whether that's because I've not been there since they introduced them or whether it's because I was closer to the castle and so I didn't see them. I think it might be the latter because I think I have been there since they brought it back. We didn't watch the fireworks this year, so I should say. Um, But we will be be this year at some point for sure because we're out there a bit longer. Um, Yeah. So we will be, and the kids are both a little bit older, so it'll be a bit easier. Um. So what are we thinking then? I mean, I'm. I think that I think they, they go down. Maybe not for fifteen to life. 
Yeah, I mean, given the choice, I would rather have fireworks over projections. I, mm. you know, I, it is, it, I am torn to a degree because I think, as I say, a couple of the, I say a couple, that's probably um, not doing them justice, but there are a number of the projections that I think work really well on the castle. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but I think that's largely it. I think where they've had them in Hollywood, I don't think they've been very good at all. No. Um, obviously, they have projections in um, the Animal Kingdom show as well, which I again didn't work very well at all um, because you could no. barely see them unless you were dead center on one of the water projections. I think there's there's two really good effects that come to mind. One is like the rocket ship from the tower. Yes. And for another G, is... for the Aladdin. Uh, is it like, I think it's, it's I think it's Aladdin. Oh, with the genie bit. Yes, possibly. Yeah. yeah, and then the other is Mulan, where they set off the fireworks on the castle. Yes, that works they, well. They kind of fly out, and that's really cool, mm-hmm. and and that works really well. But and that's because actually most of that happens at the top of the castle, which everyone can see. True. Yeah, but yeah. it's where it takes place, like the two thirds below it, that's an issue for for most people. So, I, yeah. I I I think we should send castle projections or proje- projections in shows down for at least six months. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Um, potentially more than six months as well. Um, I I think it would be interesting to see more drones. Yeah, Disneyland Paris, the drone show w- was fantastic. Yeah, and you see some really good drone stuff, um, like online as well. Um, Lots of New Year's Eve shows around the world featured really cool drones. Yeah, so I think I think that's that's potentially a, a a way forward. I mean, they are they are more weather dependent. Um, isn't an issue for most nights in Florida. Most nights are okay, aren't they? I mean, even the fireworks are weather dependent. Yeah, um, that's true. And I, I, again, I don't think I think it's less of an issue in Florida. Um, in the likes of Disneyland Paris, when when I went there and they had the fireworks and the drones weren't there, um, that yeah. was. That was really bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it would be nice to see a few more sort of exp- a bit more experimentation with the drones. Um, yeah, there's lots of you can do there. Yeah, yeah. But I think, yeah, I think on balance, I think um, projections, send them down. Send it down. Okay. Well, I think we're agreed on that. Um, and then I think the last one for today mm. is one that I already know that we're going to agree on, but there is a lot of controversy around it. There's still a lot of controversy on it okay. and that is smoking slash vaping and i think we have to we have to spend a bit more time on the vaping side of things because i certainly see a lot more of it smoking is very obvious isn't it it's so obvious when someone's lighting a cigarette but yeah. you see it even in even in florida like france you definitely see it a lot more because the french and europeans just do not care um yeah. but even in the states and there's, there are people that are quite well known within the theme park sphere, shall we say, that have been caught vaping in places. And I just think stamp it out completely. If if they're caught doing it, give them a one month ban at least. I I just think it's not there's a, there's a, there's a time and place to do it, a hundred percent. Like it's your choice to do it. No issues with people making the decision to do it. But you're in a theme park that is predominantly there for yeah, yes, people of all ages, but lots of kids are there. There's lots of tight crowds. There is no need to blow your bubblegum pink like air that's been inside your lungs into people's faces. And I, I think that if people are caught doing it, and there's no doubt that like and they're very easy to spot. Like they try and be um you okay. know, a little bit secretive doing it, but you can see like the and smell it from a mile off. Yeah, I I, so, I think to get you know twenty five years to lie. <laughs> I see. I assume obviously there's 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 a smoking ban. I I don't know the specifics of the rules, but obviously you're not meant to smoke in the parks unless you're in a dedicated smoking area. Which did they move those? The I was going to say, did they move yeah. them to outside the parks? Yeah. So there's so, no there's no. There is no possibility that you should ever be smoking inside the park at all. Certainly a Disney park in right in Florida. Orlando. I think Orlando. Paris they do have the smoking spots still, I believe. 
Right. Uh, that rings a bell from like when we were there yeah, a few years so. ago. Um, what I assume is the rule the same for vaping? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, I, I don't do either. I don't like either. Um, you know, it's not something that you want in your face. Um, even even with like the vaping ones, though, it's like oh, it's different smells and flavors and whatnot, and it's like well, you know, You're I still don't want that in my face. Uh, yeah, I I I feel like, uh, it, I mean, I don't know the science behind it, but you feel, you kind of feel like is it just going to be the same thing in in another. 10 15 20 30 years yeah where they'll find out that oh actually it's not good for you well um, surprisingly I, yeah i mean the funny thing is like without getting too much too much in, into the science of it mm -hmm. putting any foreign um gas vapor into your lungs is not going to be doing any good you wouldn't think so <laughs> so and it's and it's got nicotine in it which is yeah famously not that great for you um so but yeah i mean like that aside it i just find it irritating that people just can't go out and do it where they're supposed to do it like mm -hmm. particularly the, and it's not everyone but particularly the people that just think they can just blow it anywhere and there's literally like especially when they're in a queue when it, when they're in a queue is the worst because you're like there are families around you that are breathing as i said the inside of your body yeah and, i mean and I've already got to stand near this person. I don't want yeah. to particularly breathe the inside of them. <laughs> I I don't particularly understand the vaping thing because you can get you can get vaporless. I don't know if that's the right word. Vaping. So it it literally doesn't create a visible smoke. Right. But you can get other ones that deliberately create large quantities of of smoke. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's not smoke. It's whatever it is—water vapor or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I, I don't understand because essentially they've created these ones that create large amounts of, in, in air quotes, smoke, almost to just make it visible to people. Yeah, to make you seem like even more of a douchebag. Yeah. No, and, and don't get me wrong. Like as I said at the start. I've got no issues with people making their own personal decisions on smoking and vaping. I consume mm -hmm. way too much caffeine. Like that's that's <laughs> just as much of a drug as yeah. maybe not just as much, but it's not far off. Um, that's not my issue. Like people are more than happy, like, welcome to do that. But when the rules are there, and the rules are there specifically to protect families, particularly with children, like particularly young children, mm -hmm. from breathing that stuff in, get rid of it. Like and and make the rules stricter. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I feel like if they're going to have the rule, then you need to enforce it with some sort of strict thing. Because sort of what 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 are they going? Well, I don't know what they do today. They do they? Go, oh, can you stop vaping? Yeah, and it's kind of like, well, at what point do you have to start saying, "Come on, the rules have been in there for a long time." I mean, certainly the science around smoking is well established. Like you don't need to, you shouldn't have to kind of argue with somebody about that. Um, it's, you know, as you say, it's a simple thing, isn't it? I mean, I can understand them. Well, could I even understand them needing to have a, um, a strike system? Yeah. I mean, but, I, I think that would be fair. Um, I, you know, I know I said like six month ban outright, but I think a strike system would be, I, I'd be happy with that. It's certainly mm -hmm. more than more, you know, it's, but equally, you've got to think it's not fair for the Disney cast members to have to deal with that because they all they're going to do is have people shout at them in return. But yeah. at the same time, the rules are there for a reason and they need to be enforced. So Disney needs to be the one to enforce it through either the cast members on attractions or um, mm -hmm. various like eating locations or Disney security, which are regularly walking around the parks. Yeah, because I mean, it's the same with any rule, isn't it? They have to be able to enforce it. And yeah. it doesn't matter if it's just like if it's a smoking rule or it's somebody climbing up a pyramid in Epcot, you know, they need to be able to enforce rules. And yes, it's, you know, it's not ideal for the for the cast members, but, you know, the rules are the rules and they need to enforce them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just could just because if if they if they can't enforce the rules because they're going to get grief from 
the from the guests, then you know at that point every rule goes out the window, doesn't it? That's true. That's very true. So okay, so that that's going I, I guess uh, down for fifteen to life as well. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it the full the full wacky. I say. So we've had today. We've had the original doll whip, which has gone down for life. Mm-hmm. We've had Disney pins. Yeah, which, which also... I, 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 did we say go down for life? I don't. I don't think we did. I think there was. It was a shorter sentence. I think it should be a shorter sentence. Yeah, I think if they were already... to, yeah, I think if they were to come back and improve them in time or something. Yes. Yeah. I think I feel like Disney pins is more more of like a GBH charge than than murder. <laughs> you know, I'm not really familiar with the exact uh, sentencing guidelines but you know well i'm assuming gbh is less of a sentence than uh murder so uh, i think we'll uh I, it's a fair assumption I, I think i think that's all right isn't it we're right to say that. <laughs> uh the sorcerer hat we're bringing it back with potentially an ankle tag until we figured out uh where it goes yeah yeah it's it's on house arrest yes yeah. it's somewhere in hollywood studios until we, we figure out what to do with it the mm-hmm. projections during fireworks uh that's going down for life i think we decided no, we didn't. Uh, no, no, that was a shorter sentence. It was a shorter sentence yeah. as well. And yeah. but smoking and vaping is going down for life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I was quite I quite enjoyed doing that actually. Um there are many more on my list, which I will I will <laughs> I'll read out a few that I've got on my list right now so people can kind of let us know what they want to hear. I have um soaring around the world. I've got turkey legs, I've got figment, I've got Star Starbucks v Joffreys. That's more of a personal vendetta. Personal vendetta. I've got <laughs> rope drop, magic bands, Disney adults, Genie Plus, popcorn okay. buckets, and spirit jerseys. All currently okay. on the list. Um, so if you've enjoyed today's episode, please let us know. We'll do more like this. Um, I'd have just realized that basically what we've done is room 101 rather than <laughs> a courthouse. Well, that's copyrighted. It must that, be copyrighted. That's so. copyrighted. So instead, you've got the official Steamboat Willie Mouse Courthouse ruling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we will uh, we will see you again next week. <laughs>